Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your chief lounge lizard and the host for this episode of the show. Today, we're going to be talking about the used game market. Is it a friend to the industry or a foe that needs to be crushed under our heels? So the, this really came up because a lot of publishers, of course, hate the used game market because they do not get any money on the used game sales. Although uh, some people could probably argue and probably will today argue that the used game market in itself may not get them any any actual money. They don't get a percentage of the profits when one of those used games gets sold. But it does, in a sense, uh, drive further sales because... People are able to purchase more games that way and, and then have more money to eventually buy a new new title that they actually want. But we'll see what the uh, we'll see what our two gamer uh, guests today have to say about it. Uh, first, we have uh, Todd Hargosh. Todd Hargosh is uh, one of our top columnists. And Todd uh, recently wrote about uh, some interesting things that were going on in this area. And Todd, you were you were telling people how uh, how the publishers are really starting to strike back. So uh, welcome to the lounge today. Thank you. Uh, and we also have Kelly Adams. Kelly Adams is sort of the gamer's economy advocate, I guess. Um, she's always uh, giving little tips about ways to uh, save money when buying games. So, of course, we wanted to have uh, Kelly around to talk about uh, what her thoughts are on this topic and what uh, she uh, believes is right and wrong about the, uh, the used game market. So, Kelly, thank you so much for coming along today. Thanks. That's a very good way of basically saying I'm a cheapskate tightwad. <laughs> you're, yes, but you're, but you're a cheapskate tightwad who gives out really good advice to our listeners. <laughs> so you're a very popular cheapskate tightwad. So if you like Kelly's advice, wrap a dollar in an envelope and send it to her. <laughs> She'll be very happy and give you more tips. But, uh, but let's start with, um, let's start with the Todd since Todd wrote the, uh, the column recently. So, so the used game market, we've all seen it. Uh, Amazon uh, sells basically used games games alongside of new games. Uh, Gamefly has the option of uh, giving you either uh, a new, uh, you can purchase a game uh, after you've played it for a while. And of course, GameStop has been in the industry for forever, Todd. So what's, Todd, what's your experience with the used game market? Do you peruse the used game shelves fairly often? Now, usually I don't purchase used games, but I usually use them as trade and then send to purchase something new. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, do I, well, when I, uh, I mean, I, Obviously, don't have sixty bucks to burn on a game every time. Every time there's something new that comes out. Mm-hmm. This is before I got on GameFly, and even with GameFly, uh, unable to send me the newest title that I want mm-hmm. because there's so many titles that would that'd be too much for what I'd have on my list. Like if I have a three game plan, they'd probably have four or five that are available, mm-hmm. so I'd have to purchase it. And I prefer to use trading credits um, to purchase them as opposed to spending hard cash. Gotcha. Okay. I'm pretty much doing the same thing for the, for my Connect pre-order when it comes out. Ah. But um, but no, as a result of doing so, I mean, like I said, I know there's a lot of that my uh, games I trade in can be used uh, because of the games that I uh, purchase. I'm sure they're going to be able to find a new home for someone else that'll 
be able to play them instead of having to pay the full retail price. Well, sure. I mean, the games are. I mean, the the economic fact is that games are expensive, and the fact that the economy is not good right now. I mean, look at what's happening in the car market. I mean, you have. Um, and this is a true story. Actually, used cars are selling more than new cars. It's to the point where I bought a new um, Hyundai Accent and. I've had it for a year, you know, and my dealership actually sent me a letter and said, look, we need really good used cars, and we know you've taken good care of your car. Come back into the dealership. Give us your used car. We'll we'll upgrade you to an Elantra, give you a brand new car, and, and keep your payments exactly the same. I mean, that's that's how much they need it. So I went in and, of course, traded traded up and didn't cost me anything. Um, and that's because they can't sell new cars, but they can sell used cars. I mean, and the same thing's sort of happening in the gaming industry. You you go into Best Buy. There's very few people that are like, you know, able to be like, oh wow, three new games came out this week. That's sixty, hundred and twenty dollars. You know, two hundred bucks. I'll get all three of them and rush over to the cash register. I mean, it seems like people are more interested in buying the used games. I mean, would, would you agree, Todd? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I'd be, uh, and there's people that would be interested in doing that instead. I mean, this economy, the way things are going, uh, not many people can afford it. Yeah, true, true. Well, Kelly, uh, are you are you seeing the same type of thing? I mean, you're the you're our economic c- consultants, I guess, at this point. <laughs> I was just floored you got that offer from the car dealership. I'm like, what? You, I've had my Toyota dealership did get a hold of me too. I think they pulled up my uh, my auto loan though, where they were the ones that set me up with it. I think they can see it, and they're like, oh, she's got equity in that car. <laughs> <laughs> we we want that. Let's entice her. I'm like, Mm-mm. I I I had almost I had only paid I'd only had the car for like a year with like a you know five year loan, so I had almost no equity in it. And they were just like, look, we really want it, so they took it, upgraded me to a real fancy car. The Elantra is much fancier than the than the Accent, and uh, you know my payments are the same. So, you know, there's a, I took advantage of a good economy. You know, I was I was very surprised that they actually made that offer, and I thought it was going to be some gimmick. You know, and I get down there, and there'd be some sort of bait and switch. But no, they were they were really honest about really needing used cars and really not being able to sell new cars. So, hmm. yeah, but the the game stuff, like I said, I don't go in. I think the last like shelf that I've seen, other than when you browse at Walmart and stuff, but is like Best Buy. But I just looked around. and was like, hmm, yeah, wow, everything's still overpriced. Okay. <laughs> I look at Gamefly. Well, I what's to keep it price on this now? <laughs> Ooh, coupon just hit. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, you you end up getting these like fantastic deals on games. Uh, so I think right now I can keep Battlefield Bad Company Two for twenty one ninety nine. <laughs> but you have to be willing. The, the what you're trading basically is time because you you have to be willing to wait for that deal to manifest itself. It's a, where I, there's if a game really sucks, then it's going to get sent back pretty fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if it doesn't and it gets a lot of play in the house, then, yeah, there's no problem about keeping it around yeah. at least 30 days. Oh. And see, because it's usually about 30 days, and that's when the price starts going drop. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So I guess if you can be willing to wait, like, you know, 30 days, then you can save yourself a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, of course, publishers don't like this uh, very much because they don't get any money on the on the used game sales. So, Todd, what are um, I know they're trying to stop this used game market, and I mean, it, to me, it seems like you know trying to hold back the ocean. I I 
don't know if they'll be able to actually really make a dent in it. But, but Todd, what are one of the new things that you've seen that they're trying to do to prevent this used game market from blossoming? One of the biggest things I've been noticing is to play online, you need to enter a code that comes packaged with the manual inside the game. Okay. First notice I've had with that was Mass Effect 2. In order to get all the online features via the Cerberus network, you have to enter a passcode. And since I got the game from Gamefly, I wasn't able to do that. Oh, really? So, so what what yeah. were you denied, or what weren't you able to do? Uh, there were a couple missions. One character that I needed to, to completely finish the game mm-hmm. was not available as a result. Um, when I just got recently got Man 11, they did the same thing in order to play online. I needed to enter a code for that. Okay. Okay. So, in, and it's not. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's not just EA that's doing it. Uh, THQ did that with UFC 2010. Hmm. So in, I was just saying that between the two cases, in, in the first case, it sounds like they prevented you from getting some extra missions and an extra character, but you you still basically had the core game. Pretty much. And yeah. then in the second case, you could play offline all you wanted, but I assume you guys that like to play Madden like to play online. That's kind of the incentive, and to do that, you had to have a, a new copy of the game. Either that or I have to pay 800 Microsoft points to uh, download the code. Okay, so say... You, which is an additional $10. Okay, so say you did buy it in the used game market, you could still spend that 10 bucks and play online. Yes. Okay. All right, well, at least there's options. At least they're not completely cutting you off. So, well, Kel- Kelly... How are, how are they saying that they're not getting the used game market? I mean, it could, did they suddenly start doing a deal where they're just giving their games to Gamefly? I'm pretty sure Gamefly is actually purchasing those games from them so to provide the rental service. And normally, anytime you're doing any rental, you get charged more for the big main product, just like the movies and stuff. They get charged way more for a DVD copy of a movie than we do at Walmart. So you're saying Gamefly pays more too, to be able to get that movie and rent it out? I would suspect so, unless the, the industry has ch- changed that much. Hmm. But I've had friends that's had movie rental uh, places, you know, those places that don't exist, <laughs> those storefronts that are like ghost towns now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and they were telling me about how much they do have to ch- to pay because they're not only getting a copy of the movie, but they're getting the rights to rent that movie out. Mm-hmm. And I would suspect because movies and then games came around, the games have got to be similar. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It may be a, it may be a special case in the case of GameFly because well, the way that you were describing it to me, Kelly, is when when you buy a used GameFly, like Todd wasn't able to play the extra missions in Mass Effect 2 because he got his copy through GameFly. But if Todd, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Kelly, but if Todd had decided to buy that game, then Gamefly would have shipped him the manuals and everything, and then he would basically be able to buy that game as a used game, but he'd still have access to those codes, which, assuming, have probably haven't been redeemed yet then. Oh, yeah. As soon as you hit keep it, it's like two, two three days, maybe, and that case with the manual it is on at your doorstep. Hmm. In the mail, it's pretty fast. And are you paying a used game rate for that game? Because it sounds like you're basically... I understand the game is used because people have been playing it and sending it back and so forth, but it almost sounds like you're buying the, the a, you know, a new game. Yeah, in essence you are. Because um, really, if you can work your queue right, you can look at the game that you get. Like, my Red Dead Redemption... 
spotless. I could tell when I got that and ripped it open. I was like, flipped it over. I was like, that's a brand new copy. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even a fingerprint, nothing mm. on it. It's perfect. And then the keep it price was pretty cheap, and we just decided not to. Mm. <laughs> right, right. No, it make, makes sense. So that sounds like uh, it sounds like gameplay seems to be an, an interesting way to buy the game. I guess what the publishers don't like is, and I, I don't, I don't know what the um, I don't know how, you know, the the economic realities of how much GameFi play, pays to get those games, but I guess it's like uh, like in a GameStop store for instance. Somebody buys um but you know, I I was just playing Mafia 2, so I just have it on the brain. But somebody buys Mafia 2 and they play it like I did. I I solved the main game in I don't know, 3 days, I guess. So, if I were to then take that game back to a GameStop or whatever, and they gave me, I don't know, whatever they give you, the store credit ducats or whatever, but then that goes on the shelf, and then somebody else comes by and buys it, I don't know, they pay, you know, half or whatever the the actual game costs, then um, the publisher doesn't get that money again, and I guess the publisher wants to be able to get the money every time that game sells. Wow. (laughs) That's really rich of them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know, but I mean that that seems to be I mean Todd does doesn't that seem to be the the logic? I mean you've looked into this issue a bit. Pretty much, it's like Nate said, it's a business, and I know corporate entities like EA and um, THQ and Activision would want to do anything to make as much money as they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, um, I guess looking at can we can we look at other products? I mean it it, it seems like. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of looking at this from afar. Um, but I mean, Kelly, does it, does it seem to you like they kind of want, I mean, their argument has always been, hey, treat us like everybody else. But it seems like every other industry isn't like that. I mean, you know. No. (laughs) I'm trying to think of any industry where they get to make money twice on the same product. Or three or four or five times. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's ridiculous. Come on. Okay, what? Mafia class, did you take? <laughs> yeah, it, it, Don Juan 101. We took. From, yeah, it's like ridiculous. It's like, shoot. I mean, yeah. Look at it's look at like crazy. books. Um, you know, we talked about cars. Um, you know, I I really can't think of anything where every time something changes hands, you have to you have to give money back to the original owner. I mean, I mean, it, it sounds like it, I mean they claim they want to be given fair treatment but it kind of sounds like they want special treatment to me that's exactly like they're wanting to maximize on the problem and wait a minute weren't they one of the few industries that didn't get hit real hard by the recession not as hard as most people i mean i'm I'm sure they have been hit some eventually people have to start eating and stop playing video games you know Oh, that's optional. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, well, Todd, you, yeah, you, I know you are kind of a master of like using trading credits and things like that. But just in your purchasing history, would you say that the the used game market helps you to buy new games, or or basically you would buy the same amount? In other words, if the used game market suddenly dried up, if 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 they found some way to make it so that games could never be resold, and and you you were totally cut off, then would would you would that make you buy more new games, or do you think that you would just buy less games overall? Yeah, it'd probably be less games overall. Um, I mean, so far with my uh, trading history, I've I've done pretty well, and even with the, the stuff that EA has been adding, um, I've I've not had many many problems with the prices going down. They've still been about the same. Mm-hmm. Especially if I get on sites like Amazon and I check out their trading values, they've been yeah. pretty good. 
I know that then they're beating game, they're beating the other places. Mm-hmm. GameStop definitely. They usually blow GameStop out of the water. Mm. Yeah. And Kelly, what about you? Do you actually trade? I mean, I know you do the game, the GameFly thing. Do you actually trade in used games, or you pretty much just buy them secondhand? You don't actually resell them then at that point. I've traded in a few games, but I've traditionally just done it through Amazon and got Amazon credit. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of Amazon because you don't have to spend that money in the video game store. You could spend that on printer ink, which is what my last purchase was. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's another thing that's really overly expensive <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, so, okay, well, it, it's interesting. So, um and Todd, I guess, can you foresee the publishers doing anything to actually stop the used game industry at all? And one thing they can do is deny codes on Xbox Live. You wouldn't be able to purchase them. It's here. If you don't buy the original copy, you're not going to get it at all. Yeah, I mean, basically, um, basically give you the code and then make the code do more than it does now. Not just denying multiplayer, but denying basically you can't play the game without the code. That's correct. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know, Ke- Kelly. I mean, is is would, would you think that that would create a bit of a gamer backlash? <laughs> yeah, I think it would. You get a bunch of people. There would be some angry rants on YouTube and stuff. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Bioshock try to do that, Todd? With um, only letting you install and Spore as well, only letting you install it on a couple instances. Yeah, as a second round did limited. Like, I think it was like three installations. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I think if, then you had to call them and reactivate it. Right, right. I don't know the whole story behind that because I've never had to That's experience that. That's when you that just be really character. good and be like, well, my computer died, so I've got to reinstall it. <laughs> it's not my fault Windows sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What you do is you call Kelly and you have her be your advocate. <laughs> yeah. You know how they have those... T- they ha- I can BS like none other. Well, you know how they have those uh, those taxmaster commercials. They're like our former IRS agents will get you off the hook with the IRS. You, Kelly, you could start a service. You know, our our former gamers will help you get your money back when <laughs> the publishers have yeah. messed you up. Call Kelly Masters. <laughs> so we'll help you install that unlimited times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, all right, well, final question then, um, and I'll start with uh, Kelly since since Todd has to think about things today. Um, Todd's Todd's having a bad day, people. So, um, but Kelly, so the final question, I guess, is, um, I mean, do you think that the overall the used game market does it is it helping gamers? Is it hurting publishers? I mean, you know, looking at the different groups, the players, and then, I guess, the publishers, I mean, how does the used game market fit in? I mean, should this be, obviously, we're taking it from a gamer's point of view, but, I mean, do the publishers have a point, or are they just kind of being a little ridiculous? I think they're being ridiculous. I think they got to look at it. This is a used game. This is something that mommy and daddy aren't going to complain too much on paying for a monthly Gamefly account, but if little, you know, Brat once is going, give me sixty dollars for this game, and that that one they'll go, whoa, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, did we just buy you a game yesterday or last week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're going to complain about the full game price purchase, where they won't really complain too much about the GameFly account, the monthly thing that they might actually forget about a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's all day. It's like, wow, you really like publishers are really going to go after that? It's like, I'm just floored. I'm like, wow. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Todd, what, what do you think? What is, what is your impressions of the overall used game market? Is it helpful to the publishers or the, or the gamers or hurtful to one and helpful to the other? What, what do you think? Uh, it's helpful for those who are buying, but like I said, definitely hurtful, hurtful for the businesses or namely the publishers. Mm-hmm. But like I said, they keep trying to resist those who are trying to buy games used. They're not going to buy the full package. No, and well, I mean, it, it all comes down to uh, all comes down to economies, I guess. I mean, if if I my my thoughts were that if the economy was booming and everybody had tons of money, it wouldn't be as much of an issue. I think there's probably more of a demand now for people are saving money everywhere they can, and and if they can get Red Dead Redemption for thirty dollars instead of sixty, I mean, why wouldn't they? You know. So, all right. Well, uh, listeners out there, uh, why don't you let us know? You know, have you bought used games? Have you been disappointed that you couldn't, that you didn't have all the features in said games? Uh, or, or are you a used gamer uh, addict uh, like uh, Kelly is? Or do you use your used games for trading points like Todd does? So let it, let us know. This is a show that um, you know this 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 battle isn't going to go away. Publishers are going to keep trying to restrict it, and I think people. Gamers are going to keep trying to find it, so you know this could be certainly something that we could do again sometime. So, all right, well, Todd and Kelly, thank you so much for uh, for being here today in the lounge. I appreciate you both showing up today. Right, thank you. And uh, we'll see you all next time right here in the Gin Lounge. And by the way, when you're done re- listening to the show, feel free to resell it to anybody you want. <laughs> all right, take care, everybody. 